You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLRadio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Off 27-19 victory over Johnson City last week. Pretty exciting game, especially in that first half. Uh, obviously, punchers didn't look fantastic uh, uh, there early, but they, they were able to put a game together, finish strong, and, uh, and, and beat a pretty talented you know, team from Johnson City who, who we expect would possibly finish second in the district. Maybe it might be Stockdale who we take on next week. But uh, they come here 5-3 and three on the season. Junction Eagles, uh, I believe, are 2-5, two and, two and not 2-6. and six. A uh, younger team. They've had to move up a lot of, a lot of freshman JV players uh, to this roster. Uh, Mason had to go on the road to comfort uh, the JV uh, last night uh, just to get that game in, uh, which they want a close game down there at comfort. I, what I'm told, uh, I believe it was 16 to 12. They intercepted wow. a two point conversion try and ran it all the way back. There you go. Uh, that's going off. Our two, defense. Going off David Chiller's words, but. Right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Bunches looked uh, to add, you know, uh, got, the fir- got that first important win in district. Uh, this is always a fun game, though. We're back over here in Junction. Uh, it used to be the hot box. Now they got a, they got an AC in here. Right. But it's still a lot of metal. Hope to don't have that interference we've had in years past. And uh, a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of talk going back and forth uh, as usual in this uh, traditional rivalry school, even though they've been in each other's districts and. Mason's got the edge this year, but uh, Junction always they always show up, and you know we're gonna see the gonna see the laundry slide. Oh sure, absolutely. Uh, you know we came in here in 2018, and I keep referring to that deal, but we had some ugly wins in that in that run of undefeated. Oh yeah, that's, and that's one of the ugliest. Things and so uh, uh, you know we had a outside of the Ozona, or I guess it was the bracket game where we nearly lost it. Um, you know the. The junction game was man, it was really a, an ugly first first half in that game, and so you you really hope this isn't a trap type deal. Uh, you know, last week was tough coming out of an open week the week before, and uh, started extremely slow. Uh, Mason did, and and just kind of and obviously got behind ten to seven, and then uh, you know kept moving in terms of uh, being able to pull that one off. Yeah, they yeah, the, the laundry the laundry flew last week. Um, we had uh, a lot of unnecessary penalties. Uh, we negated over almost 200 yards of carry, and uh, I'm sure you have some of those stats. But you know, uh, I think those are some of the things that uh, that you pull in. There were some there were some very uh, very silly uh, type mistakes last week in terms of just just not playing extremely disciplined, and you know. Uh, I know we're hard on them, and I know it sounds that way on the radio too when you're listening to us. But but uh, we we certainly uh, you know have a high expectation for these kids. They come in here playing hard, and uh, um, we want to to continue to push them and and see them meet expectations. And um, you know I think they're doing that. I think there's a lot of maturity on this team from a leadership standpoint. And I think uh, you know as as you play that coach's show, I guess uh, maybe even a halftime. I think you're going to hear uh, McLeod lend to that a little bit. The turnover aspect on defense is still one of the uh, one of the things that that's impressive about this team. They're ball seekers. Uh, you know, that every play they're trying to, from a defensive perspective, they're trying to get that ball back for the offense. And 
our offense is not built for for come behind uh, victories. Our offense is built for steady Eddie and uh, to to methodically drive down the field and 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 put up points on the board. Now we have big strike big strike capabilities. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it's one of those deals that uh, you obviously don't rely on that and build around quick striking offense. So. Uh, you know, we're about 12 minutes away from kickoff here in Junction. Uh, it's always a nice view here in Junction as the hills are, are, you know, the tops of the hills still have the sunshine, and we're down here in this in this bowl between them, and uh, the wind's starting to starting to die out of uh, out of the south. This field faces east and west, and you know, nice nice uh, evening for some for some Friday night football. But uh, Mason Punchers got to come in here and they got to play hard uh and they they've got to i think have a game will that they don't play to the to the level of their opponent and uh i'm not saying uh junction's a bad football team but they've we've still yet to to play our game for four quarters if that makes sense and i think to me that's the takeaway you got to come out of last week hungrier than you were going in and uh and, and continue to play your football, yeah. and ultimately play your game. The two halves. I mean, even you know we put up fifty-five on boundary, got a shutout, and I expect a similar outcome. You know, a lot of that came in the second half. And right, you you know uh, mentioned the, the penalties from last week. I think we had ten for ninety, and you know that's just a bit on the high side. You want to you know with that fifty yeah. or less. Uh, I know we're being aggressive. We're trying. You know, we're getting down to blocks. That's what they're taught. Right, it's going to happen. Well, McLeod in the interview says something like hundred. It was like a hundred. It might have been. <laughs> but hey, maybe he was exaggerating. Our stats are uh, highly questionable. There's a margin of error uh, yeah. this season. We got to fish in a program. And uh, but anyway, yeah, the punchers. Uh, you know, I expect they'll, they'll come in here and dominate. And what we did see him do last week uh, was just establish, especially in that second half. We just lined up and, and ran what we do the best, which is you know, the wing T offense. And we got after their, you know, those defensive line. We really this year, both non-district and the first district game, we've we've had some really good challenges there up front against mm-hmm. our smaller, but yet more athletic offensive line. Younger, I would also add. Um, right, and that's a, that's, a, that's been part of that challenge is, um, especially when you when you talk about the run game. I like think that's still a strength, even though you know we're sub two hundred pounds most you know across. We, we've really. I think play some really good teams that are, that put men in the box that are up front. Um, again, Joshin, uh, they're going to be a bit bit younger. They got let's see. Uh, this isn't even their. I think they uh, guys next to us mentioned they they moved up a few more JVers uh, this week. Uh, they've just been decimated. They've got one, two, three, four. I believe they got possibly seven freshmen on this squad. Mm. Another one, two, three, four, five sophomores. Only uh, two or three seniors by my count, so definitely a young junction team. But you know, watch out there—they've got a pretty good freshman bunch. That's why they're on, moved up on the varsity, and uh, they're going to be pretty—I uh, think—pretty uh, challenging here in a few years. So, uh, is back on the field. Uh, they're going to be across from us wearing all white tonight: white hats, white jerseys, white pants. Uh, about to come out of their inflatable uh, tunnel. The junctions in all black. And gold. Uh, we'll take a ten-minute commercial break here for our sponsors, and be back uh, hopefully with uh, just in time for uh, punchers taking the field. National anthem and the coin toss. Listen to Mason Puncher football here on ninety-five point three KDO. 
Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. Hey, heart of Texas Hill Country, now is the time to get a Ford built for you by you. Pick your colors, your wheels, and other available features specifically designed for your Ford. Want an F-150 with a 12-inch touchscreen? How about 400 horsepower in an Explorer or a moonroof? You've got it. And now, $1,000 bonus cash when you custom order a new Ford. Go to Heart of Texas Ford. Order your new Ford today with $1,000 bonus cash. Go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. All right, we're back here. Seven minutes till opening kickoff. You can stay in Junction, Texas. And uh, punchers look look ready. Uh, a few last-minute pregame warm-ups. Uh, it is Cancer uh, Awareness month and so uh, a lot of pink especially on the mason side tonight all the cheerleaders the flags the fans uh they're selling some cheerleaders were selling some uh those hot pink shirts you're, uh, you've been seeing in town uh yesterday today but uh mason uh always travels a lot of junction they have packed the small stands over there the band is definitely surprised they even let them set the stands but going to be a good atmosphere here tonight in Junction. Again, the punchers are going to hear 5-2. and two. They're beating Johnson City last week for their first district win, 27-19. to 19. And uh, we'll recap some of those stats uh, from last week's game as uh, they've been uh, kind of modified here, revised and edited over the last week. Game summary, this is uh, something we, that hasn't happened to us this season. Only they're 41 yards against Johnson City. But uh, we racked up 234 on the ground, 18 first downs. Only committed two turnovers. Uh, got three. It's been our season average uh, against Johnson City. And uh, now we're, what, 23 and 15. So still holding that uh, eight-plus turnover uh, margin ratio. Uh, your leaders for the punchers last week, um, at least on the offensive side, again, Wofford, only three of seven passing for 41 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Sutton Solario, welcome back. Uh, here's the yeah. player of the week, team offensive leader. Uh, 16 attempts for 121 yards and two scores. Uh, Ron Todd got his uh, normal mix, 12 carries for 75 yards, one touchdown. And uh, Matthew King ran the ball six times for 45 yards. And they did a good job at the fullback spot. But uh, Isaiah Bishop, you know, still got the cast on the on the wrist. Probably not going to see him run the ball much, but he's, he's been very effective on defense. Uh, but man, we get him back in the mix in the backfield. That, that's, a, that's a full house. I mean, I, I still don't know why we're not handing off the good one occasionally. You know, just a little quick hitter between the tackles. Just we don't need him. But uh, you want to make somebody flinch. If somebody's coming through the hole pretty hot, you want to make them flinch. Just hand it to Goodwin once. He'll make them flinch. Uh, yeah, passing statistically, probably one of the lowest uh, uh, results 
on the season. Frankie Bailey had a catch for 18 yards. Clancy Osborne had one for 16. Ryan Todd one for seven. Uh, Brody Comey, no catches, uh, no yards. He's been the, been the leader uh, on the season. Yeah, uh, I think defensively, Frankie Bowley got the got the nod this week in turn or last week in terms of uh, making the biggest impact. Four solo tackles, and then uh, uh, I think he had an interception. Yeah, maybe had, and an, had an interception. Fumble. fumble. He's been really good at forcing those fumbles. It just really that outside linebacker position, which is new for him. He's always been the small guy back there in the secondary safety. Right, and now he's playing outside linebacker. And he's doing a really good job of just. Um, both, you know, oh, Hunter's take the field. They took the took the bars of the run through right out of the kids' hands that was holding it, and uh, demolished it all over the field. Always be paper signs. Hunter's uh, on the field, and the Junction Eagles now take the field here on the home. We're in the home press box. We're looking at facing across the field from us. Sun has set over the hills. Junction, again, very young team. Mason has uh, a lot of players back. I believe uh, White Rowe, he's a fan director, talking in our ear, but uh, should have White Rowe back. He's suited up last week. Uh, he expects possibly uh, be able to play tonight. We're about to have our uh, moment of silence prayer. Be back in 60 seconds. It's a great time to make those changes in your home that make a big impression. Just go to Mason Building Supply and Rental. They have hundreds of samples and catalogs in their showroom. I picked the perfect Valspar medallion paint colors for the walls. And our wood fence got some attention, too, with a beautiful new stain from Cabot. Mason Building Supply and Rental, 254 Moody Street in Mason. They have everything you need to make your home the talk of the town. Checking, saving, CDs, or money market accounts, we can help. Real estate loans, we can do that. Consumer, commercial, or ag loans, we got you covered. Our number one goal is supporting our community and the people that make Mason what it is, the gem of the Hill Country. At The Commercial Bank, we are in the people business. Come see us and find out that relationship banking really does still exist. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM. K-N-E-L-F-M. Brady. 
All right, we're back here live, getting ready for the coin toss here at Eagle Stadium Junction, Texas. National anthem's been played. Captain for tonight, punchers. I'm so glad I forgot my glasses. Number 65, Fredo <laughs> Valdez. <laughs> 71, Austin Simpson. You want to you wanna use this zoom on this camera? <laughs> we're now videographers, apparently. Yeah, uh, talk to the slide delay while we home check. Bad director's up here, and I'm sure what he was requesting, but... Also, uh, here's requesting that we record the band. Ah, but one slight problem. Also, there's things deader than a doorknob. Coin mock, senior captain for the punchers. There's the coin toss. It's like, uh, junction is one. They're going to defer the second half. Looks like they're going to receive the football. Excuse me, Mason will win that defer to the second half. They will kick. My right to left. And uh, that last captain was number 27, Landon Yinch. Four of the punchers had four out there. Junction had a couple. Expect uh, their starting quarterback tonight, number five, Jason Doyle, freshman, 5'9", 160. And uh be interested, uh, I believe they've got a second-year head coach and a very young team, but uh, very talented down there, freshman group. They're going to have a lot of experience there in a few years, starting the freshman quarterback. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what uh, Mason does here in terms of just getting right after it. And I think, uh, you know, you just got to – they need a consistent game and to play in their game. And I think that, to me, is the biggest takeaway to hear tonight is uh, play your game and uh, don't uh, don't deviate from what you know. It looks like I have an opportunity kicking off for the punchers here to start the ball game. Back deep to receive. Number one, Elysio Rivas. And number five, the quarterback, Jason Doyle, the anticipated quarterback, in the back of their own 10-yard line. Quarterback's kicking off, keeping the safety back there. A couple of headhunters around him. Line drive kick, land at the 20, picked up off the ground. That a boy. Immediately stopped at the 20-yard line. Carlton Smith just breaks him down and uh, makes one great tackle there to uh, start this ball game. Uh, Normal defense out there, what it appears, is Jacoby. Tio Montiano, Hunter Goodwin on the line of scrimmage, Coymote, and I believe oh, is that That's Clancy Oliver next to him from the inside linebackers, Landon Yinch, Frankie Bowley on the outside. Yeah, Clancy. Secondary Bishop, Todd Wofford. Clancy's back, good and healthy. Toss sweep. Oh, right what a play. Blown up in the backfield. I think that was Todd. That was, yeah, Todd came up from the strong safety spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just blew it up in the backfield. That ball is going to be placed on about the 30-yard I mean, the 20-yard line, excuse me, uh, where it'll be tw- uh, second and 11. If you're just joining us, it's 11:32 here in the first quarter, and uh, we're just getting underway. Junction on their first series as they move from our left to right, facing a second down and 11. We'll come out in a split-back formation. Two wide receivers, the water center, hand off left side, hit at the behind the line of scrimmage. It might have gotten forward progress. Back yeah, to the line. Yeah, going to be a, a fall for three yards there and uh, going to pick up about three on the play. 
and uh, it's going to bring up third down and eight. And I'll point to number 11, Aiden Cardwell, sophomore running back. 170, one of their bigger players. And this time they'll come out, wing key look. Same as Mason. Bootleg, left side, quarterback's rolling out, being chased, throwing on the run, intercepted. And Frankie Bowley's taking it the other way. He might have a pick six. Who the hell? Touchdown, punchers. Just like that, uh, defense, uh, we talked about it pre-game, and Frankie Bowley, he got the nod uh, last week in terms of being uh, defensive player of the game, or player of the week, and uh, right there, pick six, well on his way to doing it again. Yeah, that pass was thrown under pressure, off the back foot, it looked like an Andy Dalton throw Thursday night football, last night I just happened to catch that game. <laughs> they were up a score, and then all of a sudden they're down two, two pick sixes. Yeah, half. I don't know. My granddad was telling me it was something like a minute. Yeah. Thanks for taking on the Cardinals. Hunter's going for two. Wofford has a gun, rolls right, looking to throw. Now he's under pressure. Throws in pressure. Caught. Oh, got it. And it's good. He pointed as good as Wofford was throwing it as, Man. He, as he was in there being hit. I mean, just threw that one up for grabs, and Keaton comes down with it. Really good catch there by by uh, Matthew King, and he comes down with a two-point conversion. That puts uh, puts the score at 8 to nothing with 10.36 left to go here in the first quarter. So offense doesn't even get on the field, and uh, we have eight points. So uh, Mason, will, Mason will look to go kick this one back to Junction uh, for the second time here tonight. And let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Just like that, 10.36 remaining in the first quarter. Mason's already on top seven, or excuse me, eight to zero on a converted two-point play. And Frankie Bowley took it from about uh, 20 yards. For uh, interception return for a touchdown, and Mason's kicking off again, all right to left. And Wofford kicks it right back down to the 20-yard line. This time a good oh, return by Doyle, straight up the middle. He's all the way out to midfield. Mason Doyle on the return, freshman. Yeah. Doyle had a good return right there, just kind of split the defenders on the middle of the field and uh, was able to uh, take that down to on the puncher side of the 50-yard line. They'll have it as a 49 where it'll be first and 10 for the Eagles and they'll move from our left to right. To the camera? Um, it's our work or a charger. Additional conversation going on as Junction. <laughs> Back on offense, straight up the middle to the left side. Is Man. Cardwell, I believe. And he pushes the pile about five yards. Big number 54 of that offensive line got behind that run and uh, pushed the pile down as they gained eight yards on their play, or seven yards, excuse me, on the play. Brings up second down and three. And the ball sits on the 43-yard line of Mason. Junction first or has, has the football for the second time this evening. They threw a pick six on their first possession. Against five. Nine keys, just a fullback diver trapped straight up the middle. No no room. Mason defense converged. And that one 
That one didn't go so well as uh, they're going to gain about a yard on the play. Third down and two. Uh, ball on the 41-yard line. Junction, third down and manageable here. Mason Putcher defense needs to come up strong. Another freshman, Brock Bishel, brings in the play for 12. We'll go back to the wing tee. Two tight ends. Or a, almost a flex bone look. They ro- rotate the... We, uh, oh, God, right, and we hit him as soon as he caught the toss. Hunter, right Hunter Goodwin did a really good job of staying home right there and uh, pushed his blocker back into the play, and Todd just finished him off as uh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose about two yards on the play. He's going to bring up fourth down and three. Yeah, they're in Mason's side of the field. Four down territory, and they're going to – First couple plays for the Eagles, that one got stopped behind the line of scrimmage. This is the fourth and a long two. Uh, Freshman quarterback Doyle is under center. Twin receivers to the left on the far side. They pitch it to Cardwell. Paul Sweep, he tries oh, to get 40-yard line first down marker. He's going to be a bit short. Uh, yeah, they, 39 was really neat where he needed to be. They're going to mark him at the 40. That's going to be a turnover on down. Punchers have the football. And they'll go on offense for the first time in this ball game, even though they lead eight to nothing. If you're just joining us, eight twenty-four left to go here in the first quarter. Mason scored uh, first on a pick six, and then and then uh, had it went for two, and on a hail mary top pass, uh, Matthew King comes down with a two point conversion, and that's how we get to eight to nothing. Now, the line formation: two fullbacks, Todd the tailback. He tosses it. Ryan Todd, smash play right side, has blockers in front, drags the secondary all the way to the first down marker. Yeah, nine-yard pickup there on that strong run by Todd along the far side. Going to take the ball all the way down to the 48-yard line where it'll be – or 49-yard line where it'll be second down and one. What kind of pickup you want on first down? Just assume they're going to keep it on the ground as they come out same diamond back to the formation. King and Goodwin, the fullbacks. They give it to King straight up the gut. He gets oh, got around it. Bounce out to the right. Picked up another five. That's going to move the chains. Good second effort there by Matthew King as uh, he looked dead in the water uh, for a one-yard loss and then winds up picking up about six on the play. Going to take it down to the 44-yard line of, of Junction where they'll have a first fresh set of downs with 7.26 left to go here in the first quarter. Mason leads this one eight to nothing. Stay out there in a high. One wing back. They motion across. Out to the left. They go left side. Big hole. The corner. Throws a stiff arm. Down the sideline. He's going to outrun the safety. Oh, didn't make it. Just inside the pylon down to the about the three-yard line. Safety did a good job of making a fingertip tackle. There and barely gets him out about the four-yard line, like Will said, where it'll be first down and goal for the punchers inside the five. Just a really good run around the around this side. Uh, Hunter Goodwin, when you got him out in front and he can get to that second level and seal that block, I mean, uh, there's not many there's not many inside linebackers that are going to be able to make take that angle and catch Todd on the outside. Formation, two tight ends, first and goal. Todd, 
straight up the middle. Oh, oh. The end zone. Man. Got tripped up. I thought he <laughs> fell. Gonna be right on the nose hair of the goal. Cannon Rayburn in for the pancake on top of Todd in the end zone. I don't know how that happened, but uh, 72, Rayburn wound up right on top of our number 12, and uh, he fell just short of the goal line. Second down and goal from the one. Oh, the good ones are lead fullback. Tight end. They go right behind him and tied. Over his shoulder, pushes into the end zone, touchdown. Punchers, their second of the night. So just like that, the punchers come out hot. And uh, they're going to have put about a, I would say, about a six-play, a six-play, 60-yard drive together to score their second time of the ball game. First one was a defensive touchdown. And uh, with 6.26 on the clock, Mason Punchers are already leading this one 14 to nothing, barring this extra point. Jacoby in the kick. He he kind of tweaked his knee just a little bit right there at the end of that end of that game last week, and so I think they're limited on the kicking aspect. But uh, yeah, still puts it through, and the extra point is good. So just like that, uh, it should be a fifteen fifteen to nothing ball game. As uh, we have six twenty six left here on the clock, let's pause thirty seconds and hear from our sponsors. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on ninety five point three KNEM. Laneburg Realty is a proud sponsor of Mason Puncher and Cowgirl Athletics, Band, Cheer, Academic, and Youth Organizations. We have over 45 years as an established, highly experienced team to help you sell or buy real estate. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, weekend, and investment properties. Whether you're in the market or just need an honest opinion, call us at 325-347-5360 or online at lanebergrealty.com. Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM. K-N-E-L-F-M. Brady. Back with six and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Mason just got their first offensive score of the ball game. About a one-yard Ryan Todd touchdown run. They drove it down about 60 yards after uh, forcing, uh, forcing the ball on <clears throat> turnover on downs. As Joshin gets uh, a pretty good running room up the middle on these kickoffs. They get across the 45 to the 46. Yeah, Landon Jinch, Matthew King, and Clancy Osborne all took licks on that one as uh, they headed up the special teams tackle there. Junction will have the football for the third time this evening. And they're going to start from their own 46-yard line. So good field position right here in the middle of the field. And they are moving from our left to right. If you're just joining us, 6:20 on the clock. Mason Puncher lead this one 15 to nothing. The backfield going to play right side, and with number 11, Aiden Cardwell, no nowhere to go. Loses a couple on the yeah. He's going to lose a couple of yards, like Will said. Uh, it's going to bring up second down and. About 11 and a half, maybe. Uh, they're going to just give him one on the play. So, 11, second down and 11. Ball sits on the 46-yard line of Junction. Let's thank our sponsors as uh, we progress through this. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, The Commercial Bank, 
Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore Farm and Ranch, and Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. So second and long, they go back to the ground game. Get positive yardage out yeah. to the 50, maybe in a bunch of territory, the 49. Big number 22 running, running hard right up the middle. And uh, he's going to get uh, six yard carry, or six yards back on that play. It's going to bring up a third down and five for Junction. Ball on the Mason 48-yard line. Through Levine, another freshman. Ball carrier. Twins right to the near side. Back to Levine, I believe. Really good job that time by Tino Montiano as uh, he really comes out of that nose tackle position or defensive tackle position and uh, really disrupts the play. Only allows one yard gain. Brings up fourth down and three, fourth junction on the Mason 46-yard line. Looks like uh, they're going to punt this one away for the first time. Yeah, this is exactly where they were at in their last series. Went for it on fourth. Did not convert. Non-Todd goes back to receive for the punchers. He'll be just inside the 15-yard line. This will be Junction's first punt. Snaps good. Ooh, didn't look like we were trying to block it that hard. Todd takes it. Fifteen runs of traffic right and tackled from behind as they were down there in his face as he uh, caught that. He was very he was very blessed to get the five yards he did as uh, he caught that ball with four Junction Eagles right around him. And Mason Puncher is going to have this one on their own twenty yard line where they'll have their second offensive possession of the football game, and uh, they still lead this one fifteen to nothing with about uh, 4.18 left to go here in the first quarter. We're going to take the <clears throat> break the huddle from the sideline. And uh, pretty much just been all run game, no passes thrown yet, except from Junction, who the first series threw a pick six to Frankie Bowley, Hunter's first score. This time, Hopper's going to be in a pistol with uh, a diamond backfield around, and they ended up right side big. Pick up all the way down, bunch of 45. Who was that? Matthew King, I believe. Might have run. No, that's a, that's a 20 number. Oh, that was oh, Solario. Solario. Yeah. Son Solario with his first carry of the ball game. He's going to pick up 15 yards. As uh, No, he's going to pick up 25 yards, excuse me. As he takes it down to the 44-yard line where fresh set of downs, first and 10 for your punchers. He's split wide either side. Wofford out of the gun. It's Comey. Uh, Should have hit Comey on a quick slant across the middle. Incomplete. Yeah, Comey was wide open. He just threw that ball way behind him. He was about three yards back of where he needed to be on the pass. And uh, Comey drops it and uh, touches his fingertips, and it falls to the ground. Incomplete. Second down and 10 from the 44-yard line. Same formation. Comey split wide left. As Walford goes in the shotgun, two backs in front of him. Stone Reed keeps himself over the right side and Ooh. picks up good yards after the carry all the way out. Well, I say that. He might have been his blocker that was going Un- forward. Yeah, unintentional face mask, I guess, right there, because uh, I thought we were fixing to have a first flag of the game. But he picks up five yards on the play, third down and five. Ball sits on the 49-yard line. Mason punchers have lots of room out here on the far side if they want to run those slant plays. Stays in the gun, broken eye to his left. They give it oh. to the fullback. Stopped at the line of scrimmage for a no gain. 
and you're going to pick up maybe a half a yard. They may give him the 50 on that one. But uh, like Will said, uh, not much of a gain there. And four, four down and four for the punchers. Ball sits directly on midfield. You're just joining us uh, again. I know it's still early in the evening, but 2.55 left to go here in the first quarter. Your Mason Punchers lead this one 15 to nothing. Water goes back under center. Uh, formation, wing back to the right side, two tight ends. Play action. Water straight back, throwing deep back across the field oh. over the head of the receiver incomplete, trying to hit Todd. Coming on a wheel ride out of that backfield. He had it, but, uh, you know, right there, he, he got back on his back foot and just launched that thing, and uh, it, it started fading off the field on him, and Todd just could not, didn't have enough wheels to get underneath it. So, I like to call it good protection. Yeah. Todd was open. So, I was just having some uh, difficulty in that yeah, timing. Accuracy uh, just it wasn't his friend that time, so. Nonetheless, Mason turns it over on downs, and so uh, first time they haven't scored when they've had the opportunity this evening. And uh, Junction takes over midfield, first and ten as they move from our left to right. See backfield. So their center hand off left side, picks up maybe two. He's going to fall forward for about two or maybe three yards on the play. He's going to bring up second down and seven, and uh, this ball is going to be spotted. Right there at about the 48-yard line. Junction got some size up on the front end of that offensive line, but uh, Mason thus far able to handle them. Look fresh out there. Linebacking core doing a really good job of sticking their nose to the football. Second down and eight. This time Junction operates out of the shotgun. Jet sweep left to right and maybe get to the yard. Tripped up, lining the inch, Fredo Valdez. First person out there, Frankie Boley, uh, just shot that play upfield. And so uh, it's going to bring up third down and seven from the 47-yard line of Mason. Junction moving from our left to right. Minute 27 left to go here in the first quarter. Mason punchers lead at 15 to nothing. Junction's uh had a couple of good kick returns, and now they're back in puncher territory right here around this 45-yard line. Moving it at times. Now they go counterplay right side. Has Back had a hole, and he gets across the 45 to the 44. Yeah, he's going to pick up about another three yards on the play. He's going to bring up fourth down and five. Well, these young Joshua players put some weight on, get in the weight room. They're all six foot, six two, one sixty. Some of them a bit smaller. They're uh, freshman moves ups, but they're going to have to punt here. John Todd goes back, standing at his own ten yard line. High snap. Oh, Hunter got nearly it. got it. We got up in the air. Todd's going to take it on the Oh, line. we just got he gets smoked. ran into. Flag comes out. Likely pass catch interference. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, that kid didn't even. I mean, the ball wasn't even even close, and uh, Ryan just got, I mean, absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Otto's coming up to try to catch it. Didn't see a fair catch signal. There wasn't anything. I see what the officials come back with. That should be a personal foul. 
Personal foul, rubbing the kicker. First down. It's going to move them out. Uh, great field position here after that penalty. It's going to take it down to the 25-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for your punchers. Move from our right to left. 26 seconds left to go here in this quarter. First quarter. 15-0 is your score. Punchers on top. See the longest field for the punchers so far tonight. And line up in the diamond. Give it to the fullback. Uh, first trap play. No gain. No gain. 19 seconds left to go here in this quarter. We're going to see if Mason Punchers try to make a call here, or we're going to swap into the field. No gain on the play. Second down and 10. Looks to me like they're going to take it all the way to the second quarter here. Yeah. It'll be the end of the first quarter. And uh, we'll swap into the field. Take a 60 second commercial break. And be right back with the second quarter. Your punchers lead it 15 to 0. This is Mason Puncher Football, 95.3. Kenny Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. Boris Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, features red chain feeds, carries all your livestock feed, cattle, sheep, goat, horses, chickens, and deer protein, cattle cubes, corn, as well as hunting blinds by Atascosa and deer feeders, including Spintech varmint-proof feeders. Also, concrete water troughs, rental equipment, hay in round and square bales. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. We're back here live, Eagle Stadium, Junction, Texas. We're going to start the second quarter. Mason Punchers have the football, second and ten. Swapped into the fields. Now they're moving from our left to right. Oh, Junction jumped. Might have gotten back out of the neutral zone. And Don't matter. He's running. He's running. oh man! I thought Sudden Slayer was yeah. going to. Oh, that's Clancy Osborne. Oh yeah. I thought he got the handoff right inside. Took it all the way down. And yeah, that's going to be a five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty-yard gain. On the play, he's going to take it down to the uh, 47-yard line of Junction. And big run there by the fullback, number 34, Clancy Osborne. Uh, he's playing up there with King, or kind of playing that H-back spot, too. They go back to the I formation. Todd is deep in the backfield. Walford under center. They toss to Todd. Smash play right side. He gets hit as he gets to the line of scrimmage. They go... 62, Raphael Benavides. Yeah, he took him flat out. Number 54 in on the play. Tackle two. And uh, they're going to lose a yard on the play. Second down and 11. He's to line him up from turn kickoffs. <laughs> really? I think that was a weird Big one. boy. Yeah, he can move too. All right, second down. See what, happens. See what happens here. That's a, that's a hefty backfield you've got there with uh, – Clancy, Todd, and King. Yeah, Wofford in the shotgun. Straight drop back. Looking to throw right side. Deep down the sideline. Looking for Goodwin. Goes up and hauls it in. Inbounds at the 15-yard line. Great. 
He just jumped off. Backpedaled. He just backpedaled and got himself into yeah, position. He may not have jumped. He may have just taken it out of the hands of the defender. But I think he did. And uh, they're good one. Really good back, catch right there. Back shoulder there. throw right, right. there. Right. <laughs> sure. So, uh, good one threw the football or just turned around and started backpedaling and came down with the football. Big gain right there as uh, it's first and ten. Three backs. Next to Wofford out of the gun. They hit it Ooh. up. Right side of Todd, straight up the middle. Big old number 54 came in there hot. And uh, he put a whack on Todd, but he spun out of it. Got another two yards on the play. So we have second down and eight. Looks to me like the ball's sitting on about the 12-yard line. Once we get down the field in a hurry on a big run play by Clancy Osborne, another pass down to Goodwin. They're in the red zone. Second and eight, just under 10 minutes left in the first half. They lead it 15-0 over Joshin. Fullback sweep left side. Matthew King trying to get the edge. Turns up field. Might have to, looks to me the like, first down, maybe. <clears throat> looks to me like he got to the five. It's going to be real close to the stick. And it's going to be third down and about three. Maybe two. Third down and about two. The ball sits on... Uh, the six-yard line. Um, yeah, they used that far side of the field. King was able to take an angle. Yeah, I thought he, first down. I thought he was going to cut it upfield there for a second, but he just kept stringing it outside. All sweet. Todd, right side, has blockers. Can't get the edge as he's brought down low for no gain, maybe a loss. Good tackle by number one out there on the far side from the safety position. Look to me like they're going to lose a yard on the play. I don't know if Todd got hurt. I mean, Todd, Todd's kind of running a little more gingerly after he got laid completely out. I think he is a little banged up. But I hear uh, he's not making cuts we normally see on that kind of play. So not only did we lose a yard, but we had a holding penalty as well. And uh, that's going to move us back. Should uh, be about third. Should be about third and seven. They're going to decline that. We're going to go fourth down and two. Fourth down and three. The offense stays out there. Fourth down and four. Excuse me. We lost three yards on the play. Uh, lost three yards on the play originally, then had a holding call. Junction declines it. Puts us in a fourth and five situation from the 11-yard line. Heavy run formation, but Walters are going to take it out of the shotgun. Zone ring keeps it. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, punchers. Was that Wofford? I believe that was Wofford. Yep. Yeah, he just faked it and took it around the left side. I haven't seen him pull it, pull it down much. But he, he's an effective runner. Yeah, he did a really good job. Everybody started following King around the near side, and uh, King had no ball. And so uh, 8.33 left to go here in this first half. Your Mason Punchers, barring this extra point, uh, lead it 21 to nothing. Punchers felt pretty confident. I don't want to get the two yards, but that's down there on that play call. Kind of wanted to see Jacoby come and kick a field goal. Just at some point, you may have to do that in a playoff scenario. Got two on the season. The ref behind the 
goal post. We're, uh, we're, we're not running a full crew here tonight. The goal, the ref behind the goal post gave the old thumbs up again. The old Cristobal crew. The Cristobal crew. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was thinking. 8.33 left to go here in this second quarter. 22 to nothing is the score. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. That's all right. We'll stay right here and thank our sponsors. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, Moore Farm and Ranch, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Through Mason Brady and all the Northwest Hill Country, you're listening to KNL 95.3 FM, streaming live, streaming live online at knlradio.com, on the KNL radio app, and just tell your smart device, Lexer, Google Play to search and play KNL FM anywhere, anytime, any device. Also check out the podcast, knlradio.com. Each game will be recorded and uh, downloaded early the next week. Swift kick by Walford, filled it at the junction 30. They take it up the middle again near midfield. Not this is a statistic analytics that we want to get junction the ball at midfield, but we're holding them there. I don't know. It's pretty easy to see them right here where we're sitting in the midfield, so I can appreciate it from the viewing standpoint. Um, we are sitting right, I'm sitting right here on the 50-yard line. So Junction will have the ball once again in uh, pretty good field position. Kind of got a short. They've had short field to work with, but uh, made some hunter defense. Just kind of held them at bay. Twenty-two to nothing is your score. Eight twenty-seven left to go in in the second quarter. So Junction from the wing tee and off right side. That was Cardwell. No, nowhere no to go. Game. Starting to see our own reflection in the windows as it's gotten dark. Yep. We're in Junction eight. Over eight minutes left in the first half. And the punchers lead 22 to 0. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, all I can see, cool all all see was myself. And so, uh, one that works better than mine. After that run around the far side, they pick up a yard on the play. He's going to bring up second down and nine for junction. Ball on the 48 yard line. See backfield. They motion right to left. Pullback dive. Pullback dive. Out of the gut. Pullback dive. Gets him about four yards on the play. He's going to bring him second down and about that same amount. And so uh, third down, or third down, excuse me, third and five, third and four, pretty close either way. They're on the Mason side of the 50-yard line down to the 47. Can get yours up there, Will? Just, I got, I got it. Oh, they just fell, fell Here, back down. Put it back up again. We're going to use Bobby Holomacek's third and five. Oh, you better run. Go ahead, back under pressure. Those are out of bounds. Incomplete. Smart play by the freshman. There you go. How's that? Mr. Holomacek left us some yeah. camera stands. So now we're part of the film crew for the band. Mighty band from Punterland. Don't ask him here tonight. And fourth down and four, again, junction offense stalling right at midfield on the puncher, puncher side. 6.58 left to go here in this first half. 22 to nothing already is your score. Mason puncher defense looking to hold here on this fourth and four. Freshman all falling from the sky over here is number, oh, number seven, Grant Simmons, brings in the play. 
They're going to punt. Ron Todd standing back at his own 20. Whoa, high snap. Hunter gets it down. No, a kick. kick. Middle of the field. Lands in the middle of a lot of defenders. Todd's going to let it roll. And it does roll down inside the 20. So we've got a 40-yard punt off there. 21-yard line is where Mason will take over. And uh, they'll move from our left to right. Again, leading this with 22 to nothing, 6.47 on the clock. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Draw fence back on the field. First and 10 from their own 20. High formation. And back to the right. Play action. Great drop back. Looking over the middle. Three receivers all streaking incomplete. Had Goodwin. <laughs> Bowley and Comey running, just running uh, go routes down the field. Right there, I think is one of those opportunities. If he'd have thrown it on his first instinct, I think you had better shot. I don't know if he lost grip of the ball, but he pumped. He pumped again, and then uh, threw that ball. But he uh, he over adjusted the next time, just a little out of the reach of that receiver, uh, and brings up second down and ten. Ball sits on about the twenty-one yard line. Formation again. And receiver wide left. I saw play right side. Ryan Todd stood up initially and pushes forward. It's positive yardage. That's about the 24. At a junction eagle down on the field, uh, obviously in some pain there. I don't know uh, quite what happened. But uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, let's pause 30 seconds and we'll be back here. Uh, you're listening to Mason Hunter Football and Kenny on 95.3. It's a great time to make those changes in your home that make a big impression. Just go to Mason Building Supply in Rental. They have hundreds of samples and catalogs in their showroom. I picked the perfect Valspar medallion paint colors for the walls. And our wood fence got some attention, too, with a beautiful new stain from Cabot. Mason Building Supply in Rental. 254 Moody Street in Mason. They have everything you need to make your home the talk of the town. Just kind of Junction Eagle still still down on the field. Um, hope this young young man's okay. It looks like it might have been something uh, related to a hand injury. Just kind of the way he was he was grasping at it, uh, laying there on the field. Now they stand him up and uh, certainly uh, put your hands together for this young man standing up. And uh, I don't know if he's got a hand or it's his hand or arm or something. Uh, that's obviously uh, not not comfortable there. Yeah, either arm or. Rib injuries, just kind of clutching at his chest and stomach. Went off the field. So, yeah, it could be a shoulder stinger. Yep. So, Mason will have the football, and it'll be third down and about seven, uh, third down and eight uh, from the 23-yard line is they uh, are deep in their own territory. It's hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sideline held off like he's driving over there, but bootleg right side. Wofford, now he's throwing back across. Still caught near the first down marker. He hit the tight end one back across. That Clancy Osborne? Yep. Yep. No, Hunter Goodwin. Hunter Goodwin catches the football and uh, just barely gets the first down, but uh, good awareness of knowing where you're at on the field. He gets across the line. Fresh set of downs for the punchers. 
As they take it all the way down to the 32-yard line. As they move from our left to right, 5.47 left to go here in this in this first half. 22 to nothing is your score. Mason has scored on uh, two offensive possessions and one on a pick six to start this ball game. Split backfield, two tight ends, receiver split wide left as they go fullback sweep. Matthew King breaking tackles Man. and gets out across the first down marker, moves the chains again. Number 11 right there showing a burst of speed and, uh, man, just bouncing off of defenders as he takes picks up about 12 yards on the play all the way down to the 44-yard line where it'll be a fresh set of downs for the punchers. Picking down to five minutes left in the first half. Punchers lead it 22-0. to zero. Uh, Defense has been, been holding junction right around midfield. Mostly three and out or turnover on downs. I go back to the fullback. This time it's Solario catching up the middle. Oh, good. 12-yard run. And first down again for the puncher offense. Lario got his head landed on right there at the end of that play. And uh, hopefully it wasn't 62. Yeah, I mean, that was a big impact. But nonetheless, like Will said, uh, big run there for Sutton Solario. Good to have him back in the arsenal. And uh, they take it down to the 44-yard off-switch 44s. And we'll take it down to the junction side of the 44-yard line. Fresh set of downs for the punchers with 4.32 left on the clock. We split right to the near side. Wing T backfield. Also takes it under center. They go back to King on the fullback toss. Gets to the corner. And tackled out of bounds. Pushed out of bounds. and uh, Flag on the play away from the, away from the ball. Played opposite side. Number 72, Cannon Rayburn, waving his hands like uh, against the punchers. Shot block. Yep. Nope. Holding, Holding on the punchers. It's going to move them back. That's so going to negate uh, what should have been about a seven, seven or eight-yard run, and uh, this is going to take it all the way down to the uh, 46-yard 40, line where they'll have the football, and it'll be first down and 20. Bunch of running backs are getting yards and chunks on this one. No, that one sets them back where they've been. First down, 20. Play action, bootleg, left side. Walford sets his feet, throws as a receiver. Good catch. 30 caught and tackled inside the 20. I believe that was... That was Comey. Uh, yeah, Comey made a really good catch right there as uh, Wofford just throws it up high and lets Comey go get it. And he throws it in the right vicinity. Comey comes down with the football all the way down inside the inside the 20-yard line. This ball's going to be on about the 16-yard line where they'll have a fresh set of downs with 342 left to go here in the second quarter. They lead this one 22 to nothing. Formation. On the left side. Oh, nice play. They go back. Frankie Bowie from the wing back spot. He outruns everybody into the end zone. Touchdown, punchers. He gets his second one of the night. Well, he's got one on either side of the football as uh, he has a pick six, and now he takes the handoff in for the touchdown. And barring this one, I think I would go for two here just so I could have an even number. 29 is a really odd football number. 
Yeah, it didn't didn't show up much except. Well, no, we only won twenty seven nineteen last week. Won twenty nine. Yeah. Seventeen. So Jacoby in to kick this one off. Yeah. Well, strangely, did not kick it off. Excuse me for the extra point. We must have went for two early because Kobe Jacoby wasn't available. Kick the extra point. That time it looks like he pushed it, but we don't know because no signal. No good. Yeah, it looks like we got a thumbs down from the guy behind the pole. Instead of a thumbs up, it's got to be the same crew from so That's the only crew I've seen that does that. Yeah. So what Will and I are talking about is uh, behind the goalpost, uh, there's only one official, and uh, he gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down if the extra point is good. This time we got a thumbs down. So back to an even number. Uh, 28 to nothing is the score with 3.25 left to go here in this football game. Let's pause 30 seconds, and we'll be right back here with more Mason Puncher football and Caney on 95.3. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and attachments. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Ridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. We're back here uh, in Junction, Texas, as uh, it's turned out to be a really nice evening for football. And uh, Mason Putchers lead this one 28 to nothing with 325 left to go here in the second quarter. Which been kicking off for the punchers, just line drive. This time, to onside or a miss kick, it goes out of bounds at the 45. That should be a flag. Yeah. And so, uh, Junction's going to have a really good field position to start this one. Well, that was just a practice play there. Had another trivia question of when in the 80s. So, before the early 2000s, last time I remember, we lost a game over here, I believe, maybe one in Mason. Actually, had a pretty good team. 2009, they went to the state finals. Played Mart. Might have been it that year, but anyway, uh, you got to go back to 86, 87. Yeah, maybe 87, 88. About 36, seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one of the most classic games was 96. Junction was uh, undefeated. About to win the district championship outright. Had us down, and Mason comes back. Great play there by the defense. We've got a flag on the play. A great play on the defense. Uh, Junction tries to run it around the far side, and just a wall of white jerseys uh, knock him backwards. So he got back. They're going to mark him at the original line of scrimmage. But let's see what the call is here. It's like we got a chop block on Junction. Yep. <laughs> chop block on Junction. That was a better. Sorry, I, I was commenting. It was a better uh, signal by the head official than the, on the go-go attempt. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, at least we're gonna have a thumbs up, thumbs down. So that's gonna be a ten-yard penalty. It's gonna move them back all the way to the forty-yard line, their own forty-yard line, and they've got to get to our forty for a first down. So that is uh, first and twenty. Three eighteen left to go here in this one. Twenty-eight to nothing is your score. Mason punchers on top. We're going to blow this one dead, as I think Mason just called their first time out of this half. Oh, maybe we just 
Rangers had needed talking over. Needed to talk to the old white hat. See what uh, see what signal. Not on official came over from the Mason side. Was getting ready to snap the football. They blew it dead. Three, eighteen remaining in the first half. Hunters send their lead twenty-eight to zero. Number twenty-four over here is just—I mean, he's in some type of pain. He is just gingerly, gingerly, gingerly walking off the field. He probably has a rib injury, if I was guessing. Well, he was hunched over. Something's something's hurting him. Oh, and another flag on the play. Unfortunately, I guess. Christian Eagle offense is marching backwards. Or maybe they just didn't spot the ball correctly. Is uh, they'll be no, they did. First, well, uh, I think it's a ten-yard penalty, but there's another penalty added onto that. First and twenty-five for Junction as they are on their own thirty-five yard line. Two backs, two wide receivers. Look back, Doyle goes back, throws a fade route down the sideline, out of bounds, incomplete. Aguero nearly had that. Yeah, nearly had that one as uh, he was right where he needed to be. On the play, as the junction quarterback just reared back and threw that football uh, out there in desperation. Second down, 25. Second down and 25 for junction. Three minutes left to go here in the second quarter. And then I guess we get to be videographers. We'll let you handle that initially. You didn't bring your glasses, so. Exactly. Uh, Tall sweep, right side, number 11, eight. Cardwell, their feature back. So he's going to pick up about a yard on the play. He's going to bring up second, third down and 24 for Junction. Our mighty band from Hunterland announcer. Yeah, I was going to make the comment about Rob Hoffman coming up to the press box wearing neutral colors. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a horseshoe M on the shirt. Naturally. Two and a half minutes, maybe not, in the first half. Not to mention anything voting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not, we're coming not, up on not the coming over here in purple. Sure. Yeah. Uh-oh. This direction. Fake the high snap. Junction has it. They're all the way back to their past original line of scrimmage. It's still a way to go, but good pick up there. Yeah. The best of the night. They, they faked the high snap, made it look like uh, the ball was over the head, but uh, – Tried to run it around the far, far side. He's going to bring a fourth down in about nine. Might as well pull out those. I wouldn't call that a trick play. I think I'd just call it a misdirection. A minute and 50 left to go here in this football, or this half of football. Uh, they're going to punt. And. Stop short right around midfield. Hunter's nearly blocked that one. Uh, Todd back there. He's going to let it bounce inside the 15 and about the 12-yard line. Or Mason Offense take over with minute 17 remaining. See if they decide to run the two-minute drill. They should. Yeah. Practice it for. You may need it. You're going to get the ball when you come back out for the second half. And so um, be very curious to see here if, like you said, Take advantage of this opportunity to run down the field, and I think if you do that, then you're able to come out in the second half and really kind of yeah. put a drive together. It's an opportunity to kind of get some of those second-team guys in there to finish this one out. Yeah, we really haven't had, had a look, you know, close 
close enough ball games that those subs are not getting in there, you know, with five, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And that's definitely a, a good, you know, important part of the program. And they go toss sweet King right side, Ooh. and he's pulled down in, inbounds, I believe. They're going to leave the clock running there. Nope, he got out of bounds. Minute nine left to go here in this one as uh, King's going to pick up about four yards on the play. I will say this, Junction's doing a good job of uh, they have enough speed to get to the outside. Um, we haven't really busted anything just, just oh. too big. We've been getting 10, 12-yard run carries and passing downfield for big guys. Sometimes it can be play action. Walker rolls left, goes on the run, trying to hit Field overthrown, nearly intercepted. Incomplete right around the 50. Man, Robert Aguero was wide open right here in the middle of the field. And it uh, looks like we might have just gone through one progression there and tried to hit Comey. Not saying he didn't probably have an advantage on the defender, but uh, number 13, Aguero, was right where he needed to be uh, in terms of being wide open. Well, he does uh, have a little little advantage against freshman. Uh, the one I was formed about, Rock Bershaw. Sure. About 10-1-20. We got second down, or excuse me, third down and eight. Hunter's pen way, way deep in their own territory. Fake the outside screen, go inside. Matthew King tries to get up field over on the right sideline, and I think he got enough of the first. Yeah, he got the first down right there for sure. Got out of bounds. 50 ticks left to go here in this second quarter. Mason Puncher's lead this one 28 to nothing. So, you know, that's a good play, good progression right there. Nearly was a bust because number 59 had his nose all in that screen play. But Matthew King able to make the first guy miss. And uh, he picks up enough for the first down as the ball sits on the 25-yard line. Quarterback's got somebody in three guys in his face as he's throwing that. That's a pretty good yep. screen setup. Play action. Now they're oh. going to try the bubble screen outside to Kobe. He's wrapped up immediately. Yeah. Hadn't been able to hit that one. Other than that first game of the season, I believe, he might have got five yards out of that play. But Yeah, we got a timeout. Uh, Mason on the play. 38 seconds left to go here in this one. Mason calls a timeout. They face a second down and about 11 situation. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. We'll come back here and thank our sponsors. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Yeah, go ahead. I want to thank our sponsors for this year's broadcast. As always, uh, uh, please go by and tell them thank you for bringing the Mason Punchers right to your radio uh, if you can. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate, More Farm and Ranch, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply. Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Hunter's facing, uh, haven't seen this much tonight, very third down and long. He can beat it, convert, only fourth down, which is a fourth and two, down near the goal line. Back in the, early in the second quarter. Oh, bring out better hurry. Beavers. Wins to the right. Walter out of the gun. Third and long. Goes to his right. Has plenty of time. Now he's being chased. Goes on the run out of bounds. Complete. And that's all you have to do. Leading 28 to 0. 
Brings up a third down and 11 situation. And 30 ticks left to go here in this second quarter. That play was really kind of a bust. Uh, really, the receivers didn't run hard enough out of their route to drive the defenders backwards. They were running some curl routes around the near side here, and uh, they didn't run hard enough. you got to break if you're going to you got to drive that, that defender back and give yourself going. that three- to five-yard separation, and uh, they just didn't run hard enough out of that break. So when they ran their curl, the defender was standing right there. But good maturity, good progression there by Walford to throw that one out of bounds. Bishop in an inside receiver, and Walford's like, throw the screen again. Yeah, he gone. Now Todd streaking down the left yeah. side. One man to beat, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, punchers, 75 yards. 70 yard, 75 yard. Was that Todd or was that Moe? No, that was Todd. It looked so like Todd. I mean, that's that was, a one and a two. Yeah. So, uh, really good pitching catch there on that screen play. And nobody touched Todd. He was able to gear up all the way. And uh, once he got to overdrive, it, uh, nobody was going to catch him. He streaks down the far side. Put another score on the board with 14 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. Barring this extra point, should make it a 35 to nothing lead. We yeah. have missed one field goal. Yeah, offsides junction there. Is and here comes kick. the thumb. It's good. Really, uh, I think that's the white hat just calling that from behind the kick. So 35 to nothing. Defense was fooled. I believe as well. Oh, it was no good. Todd. Oh, it was good. Yep. Your point is good. 35 to nothing is your score. 14 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. And let's pause 30 seconds. We'll be right back here. You're listening to Hunter Football on KNEL 95.3. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. And we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. And uh, we're back here with 14 seconds left to go here in this second quarter. Mason Punchers lead this one 35 to nothing over Junction, and uh, we will... At halftime, try to uh, hit some scores from around the league and get you some stats. Uh, Mason's starting pretty fast on this one with a defensive touchdown and a pick six. As they kick this one off towards midfield. He runs it up. Oh, nice tackle right there in the middle of the field. I'll catch the number on who that was. Landed Ginch uh, just put an absolute halt on the Junction Eagles right there at about the uh, 38-yard line where Junction will have it first and 10. Nine seconds left to go here in the second quarter. 38 to or 35 to nothing is your score. Certainly want to thank our sponsors as always in this one. Mason Bank, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, Moore Farm and Ranch, Willow Creek Cafe, Hill Country Collision Repair, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Mason Building and Supply, Heart of Texas Ford, uh, Laneburg Realty, and The Commercial Bank. Junction just takes a knee and concedes this one to the, to the, to halftime. And uh, it's 35 to nothing is your score here in Junction, Texas. Let's take a two-minute 
commercial break, and we'll be right back here with stats and scores from around the league. You're listening to Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Mason Building Supply and Rental is a place to go for everything that you need. Visit our 8,000 square feet of space. It's overflowing with great and unexpected things. We have beautiful jewelry, grills, clothing and shoes, fishing gear, and even equipment to freeze-dry food for up to 25 years. Seasonal selections, we have you covered for all of the major holiday decor. And, of course, we sell all the goods for building, plumbing, and electrical work. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. 254 Moody in Mason. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Hey, Heart of Texas Hill country now is the time to get a ford built for you by you pick your colors your wheels and other available features specifically designed for your ford want an f-150 with a 12 inch touchscreen? how about 400 horsepower in an explorer or a moonroof you've got it and now one thousand dollars bonus cash when you custom order a new ford go to heart of texas ford order your new ford today with one thousand dollars bonus cash go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. We're back here at the halftime show, Eagle Stadium Junction, Texas. You're facing punchers, lead this one 35 to 0 at the half. And uh, Junction had the ball last. They will, uh, excuse me, they will be kicking off. <clears throat> Mason won the coin toss deferred to the second half uh, kicked off to begin the ball game uh, no our stat guy did not make the trip over here to Junction we'll have to recap those for you next week uh, the box score looks something like this Mason uh, very few seconds off the clock Ricky Bowley intercepts the ball on Junction's first uh, pass line of scrimmage returns at 20 yards for Mason's first touchdown uh, they went for two and converted a two-point conversion. They led early eight to zero. Uh, Mason turns around, kicks it right back off. They hold Junction. Been holding them, uh, kicking it off. Junction's had some good, good returns out to the 40 and 50-yard line. Uh, the defense has not given up many yards uh, past midfield. And uh, Mason got the ball back. Uh, turnover on downs. Junction went for it, and uh, they drive down the field. About 60 yards, and they cap it off with a uh, about a two-yard touchdown run from Ryan Todd. Uh, his second or third, first of the evening. Uh, he'll have a couple more here. Uh, run up the second, first half. Mason uh, gets a couple of stops, and uh, I think they scored on all but one uh, of their possessions. 
second quarter on a big, a uh, couple of big run plays. Once inside Solari, another big pass play to Hunter Goodwin. Mason gets in junction red zone, and uh, on a on a good looking play, uh, they uh, hand it off kind of a reverse style trap to Frankie Bowley, who runs it in uh, from about seven yards out, and they get his second touchdown of the evening. Uh, later in the second quarter, uh, Ryan Todd had a big run. Uh, that was, no, he had two big runs. One was in the first quarter down just inside the five-yard line, set up uh, his second score. But then in the second quarter, uh, or late there in the second quarter, Mason on, on a third and long, he set up the screenplay to Todd. He takes it uh, about 80 yards uh, for the last uh, score of the first half. Uh, about 70, 75 yards is what. Uh, I believe they'll they'll mark it uh, for his uh, second touchdown of the night. So Mason, all extra points by Jacoby, except for one, were good. Did push one right, but we got the, the two point conversion early uh, in that first quarter. Mason leads it thirty five to zero. Uh, we'll take a, a long uh, commercial break here from the TSN news report and. Uh, Come back and uh, let, let you hear from uh, Michael's interview with head coach Michael McLeod earlier this week. Be back in two minutes here. This is the Mason Puncher Football, 95.3 KDL. Morning, Coach. We're uh, here to visit with you about upcoming Junction Eagles and kind of everybody take a deep breath after homecoming week. Obviously, uh, that's, a, that's a hustle and bustle time for um, – for you guys, but uh, I guess lead us off this time with uh, talking about Junction and kind of where we stand, and we got to go down there and play, and um, and so uh, talk to us a little bit about Junction. Yeah, uh, I'll take a quick moment to just say thank you um, to everybody in our community, the parents um, that helped put on homecoming, all the decorations, um, all the people that traveled to watch, coming back to town. Um, you know, it was our best attendance at the Puncher Dome yet this year. Uh, we could feel it on the in the stands or uh, on the sideline from the stands, and uh, you know the field looked great. Um, parents that painted the field. I'll throw a, sh- a shout out to Cody Comey for uh, painting a horseshoe M every week, um, and then parents chipping in um, to do the end zones, the diamonds, um, and whatnot. Man, it, it's uh, uh, people don't realize it, but that means a whole lot to our kids. Um, it looks great on film. Um, it just it just that brand that horseshoe in brand reaches all throughout the state of Texas when people get trade films whether they're watching us or not or a team that we had played um, they know that that horseshoe M stands for Mason um, and the punchers and so um, you know uh, puncher club um, help support that um, and getting the paint and all that stuff so um, just want to say thank you for their support um, and uh, all the guys and, and ladies and gentlemen that uh, helped help donate and uh, volunteer their time to make it special for our coaches and our kids. Um, and then to all the moms for all the things they did. Uh, I know our kids really enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, um, it was just a really great experience. But uh, Junction, you know, they're uh, they're struggling a little bit right now. I know they have, uh, they're, they're, they have some depth issues. Um, you know, not a whole lot of participants right now. Uh, playing a lot of young kids. Um, I will say this, that Coach Freeman does a good job of getting his kids ready to compete. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's a year or two away 
uh, from really getting those kids um, on the right track um, and getting them, you know, turned around where um, their their competitiveness and their talent kind of uh, gets on the same page to where you know they will be able to compete uh, really well. And so, um, you know, obviously you can't take it for granted. Everybody, you know, everybody knows what the junction game brings. They'll be ready. Um, they'll have a little extra something for us, obviously. And uh, but for us. Uh, we just got to go out there and get better. Uh, we had a pretty emotional game last week um, against Johnson City, um, and so again, those are those are hard to overcome and and hard to get back out on the practice field. Hard to get back out on the practice field and uh, get your work done. Um, and so you know, which which means you know we we like to say we win we win games Monday through Thursday. Um, we just get to show it show it off on Friday, um, and so you know practices become. A whole lot tougher the next week after an emotional, uh, morning, after emotional uh, football game, and so coming off a of homecoming, a lot of extra stuff coming off an emotional game. Um, you know, I'm ready to see um, kind of if our boys can have that playoff style mentality where um, they come back, they get ready, they grind, um, and get ready for another Friday night um, of execution and uh, uh, just playing hard and playing well. Well, uh, you're kind of segueing me into my next question, and one of the things is uh, come talk to us a little bit about last week and kind of what your takeaways were uh, from last week. Uh, you know, obviously there was some there was some roller coaster uh, type emotions or or uh, situations within that game, and kind of kind of break that down for us in a short go of uh, where, where what your ultimate takeaway, I guess, was from from the Johnson City game. Yeah, well, uh, defensively, uh, I think uh, <clears throat> I think we weren't anticipating them um, being able to move us up front like they did. Um, and uh, you know, Coach Cordes from Johnson City, again, um, he was uh, plenty upset after the game, um, and it was all because of how competitive he is. And he he put a lot, a lot, a lot of energy and effort into coming to the Puncher Dome and upsetting our homecoming, which. Um, is typical, but he really wanted it bad, and so he had his kids more than ready. Um, and so defensively, I think they came out and, you know, kind of they got us on our heels early, um, and that's why they scored first. Um, they kind of caught our kids by surprise, um, and so you know we, uh, you know, we settled in there finally later in the second half, down three points. But uh, you know, when you go back and after after the game and evaluation of the game, offensively, um, we just we had 18 negative plays. And um, 16 of those 18 were self-inflicted by our offense, whether it be our 10 penalties um, or whether it be uh, two drop snaps or a fumble. Um, so those are just some of the examples of us hurting us. Um, and it just, you know, on offense, <clears throat> it is a methodical execution. Um, just you have to do step A right for B to be correct and C and then D and and it takes um, some brain power and some maturity and some execution to do that. And I think that was just, uh, you know, a kind of a takeaway of maybe a, a not so great week of execution um, during the week. Obviously, there's a lot of distractions with homecoming and whatnot, but um, we just didn't execute very well, and we hurt ourselves a lot. If you go back and look at our average, um, you know, rushing uh, rush per per carry, it was high. Um, so when we do execute. Um, we are dangerous, um, but we just got to fix the mistakes, and that's a that's an uphill battle that we're constantly uh, trying to 
trying to fix and prep through, you know, whether it be meetings, whether it be practice, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and so that's just part of it. Defensively, you know, I thought we stepped it up um, in that game um, later on, you know, gave up a one big play there in the fourth quarter. But all in all, um, through the tough week, through the open week, then the, then the homecoming week, I thought our kids did a really, really good job of finding a way to win. And sometimes, um, sometimes that's just as good as a blowout. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't have all the cards in your favor. You don't, you have some mistakes and you still have to just find a way to win. And at the end of the day, they executed that on homecoming. And so, uh, you know, that's something they could be proud of. And, you know, of course it gives us something to take away from film and, and get better at. So, uh, very proud of our kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on the defensive side of the ball. Still had some takeaways in that game. Obviously, there was a, a desperation takeaway right there at the end. But uh, uh, still, still playing ultra aggressive on the defensive side, and it, it's it makes for a fun football to watch uh, from those kids. And uh, I guess just kind of highlight uh, you know some of those kids. I guess that uh, uh, you feel are are, are really. Uh, stepping it up and, and taking taking the approach this year. Yeah, man. Of course, I enjoy defense naturally, um, but this defense is uh, kind of special. Um, they just have that grit that it. I mean, it's only I keep saying grit week in and week out, but um, boy, if you could, man, if you could bottle that stuff up, you would you could sell it um, wherever you wanted because, I mean, that's what it takes to play defense. You got to have kind of that just lion mentality, that grit uh, within you um, to attack. I mean, you can't sit back on your heels and be able to force turnovers. You have to go force the issue. You've got to go attack. You cannot play out of fear. Uh, and so, you know, you know, Frankie Bowley was our uh, defensive belt winner inside the locker room, um, and he had four solo tackles. I think he had 10 assists, a tackle for loss, a sack. Um, he had an interception uh, or a fumble recovery. He had a turnover. Um, and man, he was just all over the field. He was making tackles left and right, um, and just playing at a very, very high level, um, on both sides of the ball. He had a reception on offense, um, on a drag route for, I think it might've been close to an explosive play, um, on offense. And so, um, as a junior, um, and, and real quickly about Frank, I was watching some film from last year on JV and he might be already six inches taller than he was last year. Um, and about. It looks like he's about 20 pounds heavier, um, a heck of a lot more skillful and athletic. Um, and, you know, he's a great, great leader out there. But uh, he played really well for the defense on Friday. But, uh, you know, there's a couple other cats. Hunter Goodwin uh, seems like every time you watch it, he just – your eyes naturally gravitate to him. He's an old-school football player that, um, man, he has – he has one gear and that's all out. Um, and I love the way he plays. He is an old school, um, Billy Goten, uh, 90 miles an hour, old school football player that just find his, finds himself making play after play. Um, and he's fun to watch. Um, secondary wise, uh, I got a couple of safeties that maybe aren't the biggest guys, um, aren't the biggest guys physically, but internally, um, if you could measure it, they would be you know, six and a half foot and 200, you know, 200 pounds the way they play um, because they will come up and they're not afraid to tackle. Uh, that's Ivan Wofford and Ryan Todd. They're not afraid to tackle. They can cover verticals. Um, they can collision routes. They can play man coverage. They can communicate coverages. They can get people lined up. Um, and boy, that sure makes when you can get 
um, two safeties that can cover and can come play run and tackle. Um, obviously, your defense gets exceptionally well um, and, and gets a lot better. Um, and so, you know, that goes with corners being able to cover the outside. I mean, if I, if we didn't have the corners outside, Isaiah and, and Robert to hold down vertical routes and whatnot, well, then we would have to use safeties to help those guys out. But it's because of them uh, being able to play their outside, it allows our safeties to come and, and do what they do. And so, man, all in all, uh, those are just some some that kind of stick out right at, right off the bat. But all in all, uh, across the board, our defense is playing really well, um, and it's natural for us. Again, it's uh, kind of more reactionary, and we can once we make our decision, we can just go. Not as much execution, and that fits our style of kid um, right now and, and their mentality. And so that's why you're seeing the success on the defensive side, and why the offensive side um, is you know a little bit taking a little more time to develop. Uh, but I know once we get there, this football team will be dangerous and we'll, uh, I hope, shock some people and, and, and see where it takes us. Well, definitely the defense has given the offense opportunities uh, time or week in and week out as uh, they're getting the ball back pretty rapidly. And uh, just, just one of the things that I've noticed over the last six or seven years of covering this team on the, from the radio standpoint is that watching every game, it's this, this defense just, I mean, they just – create turnovers and uh it's been fun to watch and uh you know probably not your fastest set of guys probably not your 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 biggest set of guys but for sure but uh you know so, like you said they just got grit and they and they've got one two and and they're got real high motors and uh it's been fun to watch from our standpoint but uh we wish you the best of luck against junction this week and uh we look forward to friday night thank you Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. And we're back here at halftime with uh, about 10 minutes still left to go here in this half. Uh, Junction band on the field. Your Mason Punchers lead this one 35 to nothing. And uh, just some scores from around the leagues, uh, around the division. And... Uh, uh, some of the ones that just stand out, in my opinion, uh, Schulenberg is uh, beating Weimer uh, seven to six in the second quarter there, and uh, looks to me like uh, San Augustine is losing to Shelbyville thirty to fourteen. Uh, Rosebud Lott uh, leading Valley Mills seventeen to six. Kind of a, maybe a little bit of a shocker here. Refurio leads Shiner nineteen to. Uh, seven in the second quarter there. It was close up until about three seconds ago when it uh, looks like Refurio scored once again. Uh, it was 12-7 to seven, and now it's 19-7. to seven. So Refurio taking a little bit of a two-score lead there as uh, they're in the second quarter. Uh, Wolf City and, and, and Quinlan Bowles are tied at six. Uh, Post and Sundown, uh, two uh, high powers up there in the panhandle. Uh, those two teams are are locked up at 13 at halftime, and it looks like uh, for a exciting third quarter coming out for them. Ozona uh, losing big time, uh, 26 to seven over, uh, or losing 26 to seven to Reagan County. Panhandle uh, making things happen there, and they've been they have sitting West Texas uh, down 63 to nothing at halftime, and so just a just a crazy crazy game there. Uh, at 63 to nothing at halftime is a, is a huge score. Uh, New Deal putting it on Olton, 
41 to nothing. Uh, and then Reisel put it on Moody, 21 to nothing, uh, there in the second quarter. Um, Will, Will just back here joining us and, uh, uh, Refurio is beating Shiner, uh, 19 to 7. I can watch and, I'll so, that one. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh, Reisel beating Moody 21 to nothing. Mason, your Mason Punchers are leading Junction 35 to nothing here at halftime. Uh, Rio Vista is losing to Carnes, uh, 20 to 14. Uh, Kennedy, uh, somebody we might see in the playoff around Kennedy is beating, uh, uh, Skidmore, uh, Tynan, Tynan, 10 to 6. Uh, Joaquin, uh, beating Timpson, 14 to 7. Uh, Holly, who made a deep playoff run last year, uh, is beating uh, Olney 14 to nothing. Holly's still ranked number two, I believe. I think that's right. Um, Stockdale putting it on uh, the old Harper, Harper Longhorns. Um, they got them tied down 30, 34 to 6. <laughs> no funny intended. Sorry. Sorry, that was funny. Cracked myself up. 34 to 6, uh, Stockdale leads Harper. Uh, uh, Groverton leads Norman G. 34 to 0. That could be a team we might, uh, we might see, uh, in the early rounds of the playoff. Two teams that are kind of struggling this year, uh, that have been on the map in previous times. Uh, uh, Goldthwaite is losing to San Saba 6 to nothing at halftime. So either team trying, trying not to score there, uh, is, uh, that's a low scoring one. Uh, Graveland, which, uh, Junction beat, right? Great Creek or Great Plains? Oh, they beat Creek, Great Creek or Great Grand. I don't know. Garrison's beating them 35 to nothing. That's Great Plains. Uh, Three Rivers is beating Grenado, which is kind of a shocker. Yeah. So that's a tough district. I mean, if you really want to talk about how many of those south of 30 or east, excuse me, west of 37 yeah, south you, Texas teams beating. If you want to really break down that division down there, that Junction, Shiner, Grenado, and uh, uh, oh, who's the other one that's in that bunch? There's uh, there's one more. Well, all those teams are really good. You know, even Division Two, Fall City. Uh, yeah, Kenny was good a couple of years ago. Uh, you know your your uh, yeah. Yokums and uh, maybe Three all, Rivers is in that division. Yeah, Three Rivers. Or they they may be in that Referio. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Grenado's in that division now too. Yeah, uh, Grenado moved back down. They're always a oh. Grenado is losing to Three Rivers twelve to nothing. Um, DeLeon is losing to Hamilton fourteen nothing. Crossroads is losing to uh, Itska, thirteen to nothing. Cooper, Texas, back where I'm kind of from. Grandparents just made it home. I just texted them. They've been down here visiting. Um, Cooper is leading Hunting Grove, eight to nothing. Uh, Colorado City uh, is beating Winners, fourteen to eight. Chris Stovall and Four saying nobody, nobody willing to get in the end zone on that one. Uh, is it zero zero at halftime? Going for the tie. Going for the tie. Centerville uh, is really putting it on. Jewett Leon, 48 to nothing. Centerville still ranks six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you see that? Do you Marlin? report that? Uh, Timpson? Yeah. Walking? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlin is beating uh, Bruceville Eddie, 41 to nothing. Uh, Crawford beating Bosqueville, uh, 20 to nothing. Union Grove losing to Big Sandy, 42 to nothing. And that is a final. Um, let's see here. Toller is beating Bangs, 29 to nothing. Toller's kind of come out of nowhere uh-huh. uh, this season. 
Sonora put it on Anthony, fourteen to nothing. Stanford beat Anson, twenty-two to zero, twenty-two to nothing. That's a pretty pretty good rivalry. And then uh, let's go back down here and see if anybody scored in this Refugio game. There was one, yeah, Panhandle. Panhandle's beating Stanton West Texas, sixty-three to nothing at half. Wow. I'd say that to throttling. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been reporting as many as, the, as those uh, Panhandle teams because they just haven't. They've kind of dropped out of that. You know, that's really Here's a pretty good rivalry that we've watched over the years. Uh, Sundown and Post back in 2018, those two teams made some deep runs into the playoffs and uh, uh, doing a little rebuilding, but uh, Sundown and Post locked up at 13 and a half. Shiner Refurio, Shiner comes right back and scores very quickly. I mean, we just reported that about three minutes ago, and uh, Shiner back on the board again. Uh, they still trail 19-14 uh, there to Refurio. Here, Dr. Garcia, uh, Honorable Rob Hoffman, coming up here to announce the band, and uh, he makes his way out of here. There's one for the locals. Great uh, Bulldogs tied with Ballinger, 20 to 20. Ouch. Period. Atlanta leads Blanco, 17 to 0. Those were our first two scrimmage teams, and I'm glad we played Lano first scrimmage, but halfway through. Mm hmm. Here's the two teams that we might see in the early playoffs, Thorndale and Thrall. Uh, Thorndale leads Thrall in the second quarter, 14-0. So, you know, good uh, good game here. Both teams back on the field. We're, we're still waiting on Junction to show up but uh, back on the field. But uh, Mason's back on the field, ready to get the second half started. They lead this one 35 to nothing over Junction Eagles down here and uh, really done it on the ground and then uh, started it with the defense. And Frankie Bowley has two touchdowns, one to the one, one, both of them that he caught. One of them he caught from us, one of them he caught from them. So, uh, he has both quarterbacks on the board with a touchdown throw to him. It's kind so, about that, trying to recap that box score from the first half. So, the throw to him. how many times have you ever seen both quarterbacks throw touchdowns to the same person? Yeah, he's done it what, twice this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's kind of a unique deal. I'm going to bring that up in the interview. Let me do the interview next week again because yeah. I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to say, how many times have you ever had a player where both quarterbacks have thrown him a touchdown pass in the same game twice? Yeah. Not three times. He's <laughs> got the best hand, I would say, There's not far. a stat line for that. We ought to make one. Mason Puncher, uh, uh, Sutton Solario, and total, anyways, total receptions. Total, yeah. Uh, Sutton Solario and uh, uh, Ryan Todd back to um, receive this kick, and they're standing there waiting for the Junction Eagles to take the field. As they do, they're going to keep kicking off this second half from our right to left. Mason Punchers lead this one 35 to nothing. I'm not sure how two seconds already came up. Oh, there, now it's back. So uh, I'm not sure how my filming went. I'm really not. Uh, we got tasked. I guess I got tasked with uh, trying to film the Mighty Band from Puncherland. They do a lot of moving out there. <laughs> and so <laughs> one camera trying to keep, one camera is, trying you didn't to keep get it? it on there. Yeah. Bobby gave me one and a why half did, cameras to film. Why, did, why didn't he give it to the Jerry and Lala or camera crew? I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure. He went down the totem pole in terms of qualifications to be able to film to get me to do that. But Kicking off start the second half. My right to left. Todd. He'll do it to 15. Makes it up the middle. Runs over his own blocker. 
And then he he's yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Twenty. Let's yeah. Go. Touchdown, punchers. We got a little extra cricketer going on there at that point of impact. Which I just split the defenders, ran over his own blocker, and took it about eighty yards. We have some flags on the play. Well, I had talking. Junction fans not happy as something was going on here. Todd, he just left everybody behind. He had a 20-yard lead. Ryan Todd takes the opening kickoff about 80 yards, and uh, he runs about six seconds off the clock. and Or, excuse me, about, I guess, 15 seconds from now off the clock. But uh, it's going to be a 41-nothing lead, barring this extra point. You got to kind of wait on us for a minute for this extra point. We got to get a thumbs up relay to the wide hat. I don't necessarily know if there is a relay. I think it's just the wide hat making his own executive decision. And yeah, he just it's I, good. I put his hands up. Forty-two to nothing is your score here in Junction, Texas. As Ryan Todd takes the second half opening kickoff, eighty yards back for a touchdown. He splits two defenders, like Will said, exactly midfield. And then he was 10 yards ahead of the next one. So the only guy that touched him was our own return blocker. So they'll line this one up, and now Mason will kick this one off from our left to right. Scored about as quick as they did there first of the game. Well, quicker, obviously, because they have to wait for third down. We'll try to keep, uh, we'll try to keep you posted as uh, we, on some of these games – Along the way, as we finish the second half of this one, I would like to take this moment uh, uh, to thank everybody who came out, uh, who's listening in the greater Hill Country area, who came out to the ninth annual Hill Country Commercial Heifer Show and Sell this week as uh, we hosted 91 kids there at Jordan Cattle Auction that sold uh, some commercial heifers. And I failed to mention that last week. We got kind of caught up with um, the superintendent doing an interview at halftime, but um, man, what a tremendous turnout uh, for for those uh, kiddos. And uh, we were able to um, have a successful show and have a successful sale. And then uh, we had a successful scholarship program as well. I meant to get you one of those tickets and failed to do that. You didn't win the heifers, by the way. Um, but, I uh, figured that much. <laughs> Got to buy a ticket to win the heifers, right? We'll kick this one off, and Junction will take it about there. Oh, he's almost a football. Out. Yeah, it caught it initially, but it him off his legs and fell forward. Luckily, the, well, for the Eagles, punchers were there ready to fall on it. Yeah, Eagles fall on it about the 34-yard line where they'll have first and 10 from our right to our 35-yard line, really. They'll have first and 10. Now, I appreciate everybody coming out and showing their support for those kiddos. Uh, thanks to the committee that runs the, runs the commercial heifer show for their uh, hard work and efforts to, to make a successful event for the kids and Gives those kids a little bit of an opportunity to, to experience the uh, commercial cattle industry. Junction offense. Ooh, nowhere to go. Set and off right side and stuffed. Oh, that was Hunter Goodwin. Good, good tackle there uh, for a loss. He's going to lose about two yards. Brings up second down and about 11. And uh, anyway, really appreciate those guys coming out and showing support as uh, they helped them out there in the commercial heifer deal. Second down and 10. Mason leads it 42 to 0 after Ron Todd takes the opening second half kickoff back 80 yards after his first score. 
And Junction on second down, they don't get any any more yardage. Uh, back, uh, yeah. back to my thank you, though, Will. Uh, you know, what's a blessing of that deal is we gave away six scholarships at the home of about $50,000. And, uh, you know, we're the last year. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so what a blessing it is for the for those people to come out and support those youth in that program. Uh, makes you makes you feel really good about uh, where the agricultural world sits and uh, the people that support that. And you know that's what that's what it's all about out here in rural rural Texas. They're down in nine for the Eagles. They're on thirty five yard line. Leg play Casey Decoe, the senior. There's a flag Back on the down play. the freshman quarterback. I think they're going to call a face mask on that. I think he had him by the shoulder pad and pulled it around, but uh, uh, they're going to call a face mask on the on the play. It's, it's not. It's not me. That'll be this one right here. So flag. It only goes against a bunch of defense. Well, the face mask. That's like a baby a horse collar. Just come around. Quarterback tried to go around Jacoby and oh, we used to play running back. Yeah, they're going to call a face mask there. I think he got his finger stuck in his mask maybe. I thought he pulled his shoulder pad around in the front of his face. But uh, nonetheless, uh, like Will said, Junction's going to have a good field position. Yeah, and it's on the mound. Mason. Mason, 49-yard line. Um, uh, bunch of receivers. I uh, just bring them to the tight end spot. Motion the wing back. Give back Nowhere to, to go. Back and tackle for a loss. Hunter Goodwin and Clancy Osborne landed Jinch. I mean, just completely demolished that play. Hunter Goodwin took out the quarterback. Landon Jinch coming in the hole right behind him. Coy Mock was there as well. I mean, they were just all over that running back. They're going to lose. It's going to be a tackle for loss of two on the play. Swap 49, if you will. And yep. Junction's going to have it on their own 49 now. It's going to be second down and 12. Nine, 9.15 left to go here in the third quarter. Your Mason Punchers lead. This one's 42 to nothing. And long. I'll switch to the wing back. Doesn't come around the left side and nowhere it goes. You can't drop a you can't drop a toss sweep uh, 15 yards deep on the Mason Punchers. They're just too fast upfield. And uh, really good job that time by uh, Jacoby. Even Wofford from the safety position had time to get up there. They're going to lose about three yards on the play. It's going to be a third down and 14. 8:40 left to go here in the third quarter. 42 to nothing is your score. Junction had some pretty good run plays in the first quarter or earlier in the ball game between the guards, and uh, looks like Mason's made some justice because there's nowhere those backs to go. This time, Doyle switched out to his right. Pressure, throws late, intercepted on the Mason sideline. And that looks like Landon Ditch. Landon Ditch. 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 Whichever it is. So, uh, Landon Jinch from the linebacker spot has an interception. We'll see that for the home crowd. And, and uh, great to see the senior. He really didn't come out for football. Story uh, that was told uh, in the preseason. Uh, definitely making an impact. Third year varsity player. 
Outside linebacker. Yeah, 8-14 left to go. Mason Punchers with their first true offensive possession of, of the second half. Ball on the 44-yard line of junction. And they go back to that. The wing back coming. That's Clancy. That's Clancy. We saw him run that earlier in the game for big pickup. Just couldn't get rid of the guy around his ankle, but uh, he's going to pick up about six, seven yards on the play. And uh, it's going to bring up uh, – ball's going to be placed on the 39-yard line. Brings up second down and, and four. Still fake toss. Get it back to the wing back. End around. Quite a reverse. High formation. Look at Diamond. Is a fullback straight up the middle. That was a king. About three yards. Close to the first down. It's going to be short. Yeah, he's going to be about a yard short. Brings up third down. Well, third down and two, I guess, based on where they spotted it. 42 to nothing is your score with 7.24 left to go here in the third quarter. We'd like to thank Mason Bank, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, Willow Creek Cafe, Moore Farm and Ranch, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Hill Country Collision Repair, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Building and Supply, The Commercial Bank, and Laneburg Realty. Third and short. Stays in the run offense. Eye formation behind Walker. Got it under center. Play action. Rolls right. Plants his feet, throws, has two men downfield, and good pass breakup, incomplete. It was a two-on-one situation, and uh, number one, the safety, got a, got a hand on it. Yeah, just came across. Uh, that's that's where you had two routes, uh, just continue, a continuation on both of those routes. Put that, uh, put that football. Um, Hunter Goodwin was, was wide open. We're good to see White Row running down the field again next to yeah. Goodwin. That, those are both your tight ends from last year. Row goes out. Hunters try to convert this on fourth and short. Go on formation. They give it to Todd, who breaks it. Ooh. Well, yeah, he's off. <laughs> Didn't see how he got out of that pile, but uh, touchdown, Punchers. Ryan Todd having a heck of a game. That was Matthew King. That was Ryan Todd. So Ryan, I thought he was stopped at the goal, uh, the first down marker, and all of a sudden he's tearing free to the secondary. Yeah, went in there, let it gum up, and then he came out the side side door. And uh, six thirty nine left to go here in the third quarter. Mason scores once again in this in the same quarter. Ryan Todd has both the touchdowns as uh, he ran the opening kickoff of the second half, eighty yards. What's another? What was that about a forty-yard forty run. run on it? So little snap comes out of the hands of the placeholder. Kobe just has to fall on it. So extra point is no good. Another even number, forty-eight to nothing. Uh, is your score with six thirty-nine left to go here in this third quarter? We'll be right back in thirty seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL ninety-five point three. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. 
member. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Half minutes left in the third quarter. Mason extends the lead, 48-0. to zero. Extra point by Jacoby is no good. Ron Todd on a fourth and short. Looked like he was stopped. Bust out of the, the traffic down the left side for four yards. I believe that's his third or fourth touchdown of the ball game. Shiner Refugio take it to halftime. Shiner leads that one 19 to 14. Short kick. You whack. Waffer, and there's first one down. Or, no, that was Carlton Schmidt. Schmidt. He can do. He just flew down hard. the field and put his head down. Didn't mind smacking that one as uh, pads pads popped and uh, Junction was going to have the football right around their own 32-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Eagles. It's going to uh, – they'll be uh, moving from our right to left. You know, these young players for the punchers feel pretty confident as they're playing the same kid they haven't planned. You got all the way up to junior high – Formation. JV. Man, Mason's got 10 people in the box. And off right side, Junction. And they're already, they're already getting a yard or two per carry this half. Going to pick up three yards on the play. Going to bring up second down and seven. Ball on the 35-yard line. Six minutes left to go here in the third quarter. You know, I looked up that Shana Referio game ahead. Referio leaves. 19 to 14. That's what I said. Now it has Rashina Refurio first quarter. I think there's a lot of games that get played. Especially from Refurio. Oh, right. nowhere to go right there. Mason Puncher's in the backfield as uh, they wrap him up quickly. That's going to be uh, Alfredo Valdez getting back in there and making that tackle. He's having a good game. Hits Stops there in the first half. Ian Bowley on that right side. Juan Overa down. also in there on the play. So White Row back on the field. The last offensive series. Haven't seen him back on the defensive side. I think they're going to trickle him in slowly. Well, yeah. Frankie McGayward leading 48 to 0. Frankie Bowley out there pacing as uh, he's hungry. Everybody up in the line of scrimmage. And looks like Junction's going to call their first timeout. Yeah, they're going to. Second half. Let's take one with them. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. Or not. Just stay right here. And, uh, Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. And we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak. Or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. This is 95.3 FM. K-N-E-L-F-M. Brady. The junction breaks. 
hold their first time out in the huddle, and uh, they're going to be doing the shotgun. Big old receiver over here. That's why. Jason Dole, the quarterback, the freshman. Low snap, picks it up, throwing across the middle. The still caught. Oh, no. no. Out of his hands. I mean, he had, yeah, he's a big old cat. He had the he had the position too on. Yeah, that was just a good post route with on Todd and right through the hands the number eleven. Fortunately for the punchers, they would have had the first down and then some. But it brings up fourth down and eight for Junction Eagle, and there's four thirty left to go here in the third quarter as they look to punt this one away. Well, it's like Todd didn't want to get his fifth interception of the season. Ricky Bowley's leading in interception returns for touchdowns. Man, got three. Panhandle is scoring at will. And they are leading 70 to nothing in the third quarter. Buffers has been scoring at will so far this half, only in the return game. Ooh, Todd goes whoa. back. <laughs> good good snag by the corner. Cardinal. I'm going to let it bounce. Short Ooh. kick lands at the 45 and takes a Mason bounce back. Where's the junction side? Mason will have the ball for the second time here in the third quarter. On the offensive side of the football, they'll have it on the four, their own 46-yard line is where they'll have first and 10. 3.50 left to go here in the third quarter. 48 to nothing is your score. Mason will the first team go back out for another series and get a score here. I, I assume we're going to see slow trickles. Subs and, and number twos. I would think so. But uh, first team out on the field by Walker. He'll be in her center. High formation. Toss sweep right side. That is. He's gone. Sutton Valerio. Valerio takes it nearly 50 yards, or a little over 52 yard, uh, <coughs> 54 yards on one play. Touchdown. Man, what good patient running. And uh, that dude is a gazelle when he gets out yeah. there and gets that gets it cranked wide open. And uh, look for him to to start carrying this football team as he gets older. Uh, you know, I would think there would be an arsenal of those, of those kids in that grade that uh, could run the football. But he's, he's healthy. He has a line in front of him. He's, he's going to do well. It's like Isaiah Bishop's going to try to kick this extra point. Yeah, he's. We are only soccer style kicker. Oh, amen. Low and away, no good. He hung it with his toe, and so uh, Mason's going to lead this one fifty-four to nothing with uh, three thirty-three left to go here in this one. Let's pause sixty seconds. We'll be right back here on Mason for more puncher football on KNL ninety-five point three. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. 
Hey, heart of Texas Hill Country, now is the time to get a Ford built for you by you. Pick your colors, your wheels, and other available features specifically designed for your Ford. Want an F-150 with a 12-inch touchscreen? How about 400 horsepower in an Explorer or a moonroof? You've got it. And now, $1,000 bonus cash when you custom order a new Ford. Go to Heart of Texas Ford. Order your new Ford today with $1,000 bonus cash. Go to heartoftexasford.com where every deal comes straight from the heart. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Offensive series where Slario made, made that big run. Now, Junction, they go toss sweep left side, and Hunter defense really, I mean, no hardly getting up more than a three yard run here this half. Clancy Osborne. Clancy Osborne and uh, Austin Tumminton in on the tackle there. Brings up second down and 10. Three minutes left to go still in the second quarter, or in the third quarter. And the Ravens on their 41-yard line. Playing nose tackle. Center for the punchers. Junction, two wide receivers. They toss it to Carville, right side. And nowhere to go. Man. No gain. Slight loss on the carry. As you said earlier, I mean, every time they try to go wide, I mean, All right, it's not just be able to the spot and Already beating them up front anyway. Got not a chance. Third down and third down and eight. Third down and nine. Third down and eight. Pretty close either way. Two twenty-seven left to go here in the third quarter. Fifty-four to zero is your score. Third down and nine. Play action. Little rolls left. Oh, not a chance. And sacked immediately as he tried to set his feet and throw. Who was that? That was Juan Olvera. Man, he is. Yeah, pretty, he got there. He is pretty fast. He's looking healthy again. He yeah. got injured early in the season. I mean, when he turned it on and decided I mean, he was going to go get him, he went and got him. Yeah, he covered seven yards really fast. The quarterback didn't have a chance to let go of the football. So, fourth down and forever, 20. Forced upon again, and I'll get back to receive. He's likely just going to let it bounce. Clock winding down this third quarter. Mason Puncher's lead, junction 54 to 0. Another short kick that bounces. Rolls back towards junction. Punchers will take over their own 42. And let's see if they're going to lead the first team in. The last series they scored, it only took them one play. On a 54-yard Sutton Solario touchdown run. 42-yard line is where the ball sits for the Mason 
catch it for the only the third time in the third quarter here. They've scored every possession. 54 to nothing is your score. One minute and 15 seconds left to go here in the third. We're going to roll this clock. There's only 10 on the play clock. You better get your tail there. Eight, seven, and six, and five, and four, and three, and two, and snap the ball. There it is. Take it under center. Oh. And off right side. That's yeah. how the Bush defense is. I didn't go over anywhere. I had that to Hunter Bradley. That's his yeah. first carry from from uh, running back position. See Hunter Bradley back on the field. Had several concussions last season. Uh, kept him kept him off the field and for the still some worry there. Mason's going to take their first timeout uh, of this half, and we're going to take one with them. Forty-one seconds left to go here in this third quarter. Fifty-four to nothing is your score. Let's pause 30 seconds, and you're listening to Mason Putcher Football here on 95.3 Candy Hill. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and a tantrum. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply. 1807 North Ridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Hunter's uh, out of timeout. Quarterback, almost a snap. Maybe we're going to pick it up and. Get back to the line of scrimmage. That was who's the quarterback? Be Carlton, Carlton Smith, your Carl, your new quarterback. I think uh, I'm sure Bishop's able to get the snaps. I believe Carlton's in there playing quarterback. That's pretty, yeah. Third down and nine situation. Eight seconds left to go here in the third quarter. And that'll end the third quarter. We'll yeah. swap into the field. Mason has their twos out there on offense. See if they can put up some points. And we'll stay here. We'll stay right here and thank our sponsors. As always, we greatly appreciate you bringing the Mason Puncher broadcast uh, and working with Lynn there at the station to to get this out to the folks that uh, uh, like to listen to this station. Has been on the covering Mason Puncher football for over forty five years. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Moore Farm and Ranch, Hill Country Collision Repair. Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Building and Supply, Laneburg Realty, and the Commercial Bank. Don't forget replays of all Mason Puncher football games are available as a podcast at canyonradio.com. Click on the podcast icon. This is like the Canyon Sports Podcast where you can listen to or download each and every week's game. The podcast is not the game, and most weeks are available early the following week. See what Mason can do here to start this fourth quarter. They lead this one 54 to nothing over Junction as they have the football on the 40 on their own 42 yard line. Hunter Bradley to sell back. Clancy Osmond the fullback as Carlton Schmidt takes over. Now he goes back to the gun. One receivers to the right. Snap. Low, but he's able to roll right. Those on the run has a receiver oh, over nice. 
Man, that throw had some velocity on it. He was trying to hit Clancy Osborne. I uh, know that was I was Wyatt Rowe. Oh. He was trying to hit Wyatt Rowe, uh, just a little too tall for him. Going to bring up fourth down and ten, and looks like Mason's going to punt this one away for the first time this evening. Eleven twelve or eleven twenty six left to go in the fourth quarter. Fifty four to nothing is your score. Jason Dole goes back to return for the Eagles. That is on twenty five. He had a pretty good kick return the first half. Snap, but Todd's able to get it off. Oh, rolls right by. Good punch and roll all the way down inside the twenty. Clancy down 15. there. Clancy, the first one down there to be able to down that one deep in junction territory. See what this base number two defense can do. And they'll have just as much uh, success up front. Like you got uh, Ken and Raven playing nose tackle. Clayberg in the game. Todd's still in there. Bishop's still in there. Carlton Smith in there at linebacker now. Hunter Bradley. Looks he's going to pass. Oh, right side over the head. Incomplete. Clayberg on the coverage. Gather McGee. B in there at safety. Toller beating Bangs 36 to nothing in the third quarter. Ben Bolton Freer. Freer is seven. Ben Bolt six. Halftime. Final in Big Sandy America as they beat Union Grove 42 to nothing. And down at Long, the Eagles. 9.45 remaining in the ball game. They're just going to roll this clock, basically 54 to 0. Deep pass going down the right sideline, out of bounds, incomplete. Looking for, I believe that's number two. Third. Number, yeah, number two. Chris Stolen, four sand, still trying to get the goose eggs off the board. They're locked up at zero, third quarter. Colorado City beats win- or is beating winners 20 to 8, third quarter. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton still beating DeLeon, 14 to 7. Three Rivers beating Grenado, eight now, 18 to 7. Third down and 10 for Junction on their own 14 yard line. The receiver's right. He'll toss sweep to that side. Good tackle. Great tackle by Carlton Smith out there on the outside. Talk about running him down. And he just kept those feet turning and drove that running back backwards. Loss of four on the play. Brings up fourth down. Brings up fourth down and 13. Yeah, that was just a great great angle of attack there. Is he was just able to take an angle and cut him off the pass. Groveton beat, is beating Normandy at halftime, 34 to nothing. Stockdale putting it on Harper, 41 to six. Third quarter. That would be a good, good challenge, I think. This should play next week. They'll come to base and high snap. Plenty out of their own end zone. Low. Oh. He's going to cross the roll across the 50 down. Across the 45. Here's a puncher 43 yard line. Offense will have some field to work with. Oh, Hunter's <clears throat> looking for their second shutout of the season. Uh, Summer score to, we had Ballinger 55 to 0. 
Sundown and Post still locked up at 13 during the third quarter. Shiner and Furio still at halftime, this thing says, 14-19. Shiner er, is losing to Furio. Joaquin still leads Timson. 14-13, they begin the fourth quarter. That's your number two offense, back out on the field. By sophomore quarterback Carlton Schmidt. Wide right, they give to Clancy Oser. Yeah. Yards after contact, bumbling, down to the first down marker. He's going to pick up 10 yards on the play. It's going to be really close to the first. They're going to give it to him. First down and 10 for your punchers. She crosses over the 50 down to the 47-yard line. Good run there by number 34, freshman Clancy Osborne. Loses his helmet. Yeah, he's going to take a, take a play off. 6.56 left to go here in this one. 54 to nothing is your score. Mason Puncher's on top. Schmidt, gun, two wide receivers, Lambert split wide left. Oh, we got a roaring wind from somewhere. Yeah, the wind's picked up here. Games progress. They keep it on the ground, and Junction has stuff. They they tried to go to. We got a flag on the play. Bradley. Offsides on the defense, so that's going to be uh, help help the negative play there. I think Corey Moat on the carry. Hey, he should be the second fullback out there. You got some major wind coming through your microphone. Mine. Yeah, I can hear your window, that's why. <laughs> Talk like the coaches do. That's what I was doing. I'm holding my hand over it. See what this Mason Puncher second team offense can get done here as they face a first down and five. On the left to the near side. Put backfield. I'll switch to the fullback. That's Mo. Ooh. Over the shoulder, runs over a defender, picks up almost. He may have enough of that first down. Yeah, I mean, he's real close. Yeah. Al- Alfredo Valdez felt the blow that Mo gave to both of them. And uh, he takes that down to, like Will said, 36-yard line. First down and 10 for the punchers. I think the second team put together a scoring drive here and, and kept this one off in the 60s. 5.20 left to go here in this ball game. We're going to get to the line. On the receiver split wide to the right. Broken eye formation behind Schmidt. Everybody on the defense up at the line of scrimmage for Junction. Toss late to Bradley. Shucks tackle in the backfield of the fifth arm and gets it upfield. Still breaking tackles. He picks up maybe six or seven on a hard, hard-fought run. Yeah, he's going to pick up about five yards on the play. Going to bring up second down and five. He's got four and a half minutes approaching red zone territory on the junction side of the field. Second down and four. Not quite the dominance saw from the first team, especially on that line of scrimmage. Let's see the junction defense get into the backfield. High formation. Carlton under center. He's set. But right to the near side, triple option. They get to the fullback. That was Osborne. Yep. 
He's going to be about a yard shy of first down. Maybe two. Third down and two. See the old triple option still in the playbook. A lot of success with that with uh, that 2018 team and Ottawa offered. He was really good at. He would run that maybe once or twice a game, and he does some really big runs, especially late in the season. Stockdale scores again on Harper, makes it 47 to six. Scoring contest. Mason Stockdale meet up. I think that was Bradley. Oh, it could have been. Gets the first down and then some more. They're going to be inside the inside the twenty, down to about the fifteen yard line. Oh, whatever. I think I was Clancy. It was Clancy. So. Oh, holding on the play. Yeah, that was a fullback toss. So yeah, it's going to be a third down again, and they're going to lose a yard after the penalty. So third down and four. Three minutes remaining in the ball game. All Mason here in Junction, 54-0. Uh-oh. So we got a score. Post decided they get in the end zone. They're leading Sundown, 21-13. to That one was locked up in the third quarter. Refurio and Shiner. Shiner still 19, Refurio 14, third quarter. Fancy again. Uh, big hole. That's wow. Tied. That's a good job by the defender just holding on to a, to a foot. He tried to free his leg as uh, he just lunged down to about the uh, 20-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the punchers. Two minutes and 26 seconds left to go here in this one. Brady and Ballinger tied. Each team has scored. So it's 26-26. I don't think uh, we're going to hang around just too awful long after this football game as – Kind of recap things. I mean, Ryan Todd uh, obviously put on a show out there, running up and down this football field. Play. Oh, big leg. Make it big. Carlton Smith taking it on the right side. He's, he's touchdown. He's going to score. Touchdown, punchers. 48 yard big leg run by Carlton Schmidt is first as a varsity puncher. And uh, good to see a twos cap a drive with a touchdown here late in this ballgame. No doubt. Uh, fast move, fast play. That's a good fake. I thought he handed the ball off and had one man to beat on the right side. And He does a good job of keeping that ball around his hip when yeah. he does that fake. and You, know, you couldn't, hardly, couldn't hardly tell who had the football. Carlton runs it in. Barring this extra point. Bishop's going to try it one more time. Figure out who our extra point kicker is. Toby must be a little banged up. That time, that was a good-looking kick by Bishop. Yeah, it was good. And no, no good, good though. though. It kind of drew it right to left, and the wind might have taken it left, but nice high, starting yeah. kick. I like the volume. I like the distance. So uh, come up short on the extra point, but 60 to nothing is your score here in Junction. Let's pause 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEL. Sometimes you need special equipment to do a job. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge, has the rental equipment you need, including a mini excavator, ride-on trencher, boom lights, light towers, equipment trailers, dump trailers, skid steer, and a tantrums. And Moore's is your local bush hog dealer. Stop in today. Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, 1807 North Bridge. Get more for your money at Moore's Farm and Ranch Supply, the new store on the north side, 1807 North Bridge. 
Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Just under two minutes left in the ballgame. Mason gets there. Is that their eighth and final score? At four this, this, uh, it's five in the first half, four this half, I believe. It's the uh, 26 yard run touchdown by Carlton Schmidt. In the middle of the field, Junction returns it out across nearly to the 35 yard line. Caden Kimbrell went flying down the field that time and made that tackle on special teams. Yeah, that would have been fourth touchdown this half, the ninth of the ball game. We missed two extra points. Uh, three. Kobe had missed one as well. Coach has got three and a half to finish this game with some, some positive execution and they're going to be pretty salty when uh, all these freshmen are seniors. Unless I need more freshmen at that time. But two tight ends. The thing about freshmen, they just keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just keep coming into high school. <laughs> <laughs> you all got into that one. <laughs> Add that to your shirt-making list. <laughs> Good thing about freshmen, they just keep going. <laughs> you're in, you're out. <laughs> hey, that one, that one just keeps. That one could just keep building. Yeah, out there. To write that one down. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Good to see the twos racing out there to wrap this game up. We're most playing time they've seen all season. She's still gonna get the ball off. So toss it left side. Good job, defense. Stepping up and taking on the runner. Old Cooper, Texas, beating Honey Grove 15 to nothing. Garrison putting it on Grapeland uh, 42 to nothing. Sensava finally turns it on against Goldweight. They're leading them 27 to nothing. Gro- uh, Groveton beating Normandy 34 to nothing. Stockdale whipping Harper 53 to 6. And Bosch handoff in the backfield. Junction falls on it. And that's going to be the end of the ball game. Last play, Mason, big win here, 60-0, to hosting the new team of the district, Stockdale. Next week, Stockdale has the capacity to put up points as well. So, looking forward to a good game at, back at the Puncher Dome. Yeah, Stockdale's been putting up quite a few points. This one, uh, high scoring game of the season for the Punchers. They'll go to 6-2 and two on the season. Actually falls to 2-7. and seven. And uh, looking forward to, yeah, a new, new opponent. And I'm sure they're gonna come in with, coming in out of that, out of that uh, re- area and region, you know, where they play, they play some good football down there and they play a lot of good opponents. But uh, your punchers are getting to recap that second half. We're not going to have your uh, game statistics until next week. But Ryan Todd opened, opened the half, ran the kickoff back. I believe it was... 60 yards, no, 80, 80, 75 yards, I think is what, somewhere in there. Took it to the house, Mason led 42 to zero, and then uh, Sutton Solario uh, hit himself the biggest run of the season, 56 yards, and then uh, I think there was one more, what was that third score of the 
Ryan Todd scored another run of shooting touchdown. Oh, that's in right, there yeah. As well. he, and then, he had that uh, fourth and one on fourth and short where he yep. came out of the, the mix and uh, Ron Todd, player of the game, uh, multiple CDs, uh, but everybody got some touches. Uh, Sun Calario had a good game. I didn't have to throw the ball much. Had a couple of good down the field, you know, jump throws. Uh, had the best statistics, but uh, it's really been all Ron Todd. Off, uh, great, great job defensively, second shutout of the season. And uh, Mason gets another win against Junction in their house. Let's thank our sponsors one more time, Will, before we check out here. I uh, want to thank, uh, thank you for, for what you do for these young people and bringing this broadcast to the greater Hill Country area. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, Mason Bank, Moore Farm and Ranch, Hill Country Collision Repair, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landed Cattle, Mason Building and Supply, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, and the Commercial Bank. We thank you each and every week for uh, sponsoring us and uh, certainly appreciate uh, being able to come down here to Junction and uh, for these guys hosting us up here in the press box. It was a beautiful evening, uh, and uh, Mason Punchers, the five-song plays in the background, win this one again, 60 to nothing, and we look forward to having Stockdale next week. And uh, as Will always says, uh, it's a it's a great day to be a puncher. It's an honor and memory of the late Lee Graham is on the station for so many years. We're happy to continue that tradition here on 95.3 Canio SM. Tune in next week, 6.30, 7 o'clock kickoff. See you on the radio next week. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. Mason Punchers Football on KNEL 95.3 FM. Tonight's Mason Punchers Football game has been brought to you by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe, by Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, and by the Heart of Texas Ford. Game also presented by B Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Moore's Farm and Ranch, and Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Thanks for listening to Mason Punchers Football on 95.3 KNEL FM. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL.